Hello, mom. No, 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 no. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. No, 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 no. I have no clue, mother. Hello everyone, welcome to WTF, aka What the Foreign. This is your host, Gassia Pushian. I sometimes think that I wish that you were able to see my face and you know my expression and my body language when I say those very first sentences because I just get so into character and um, I kind of look a little out of pocket but I don't care it just it just works you know it just works um thank you for tuning in I feel like I haven't posted in a real long time even though I posted last week this week kind of just felt very long for me as I packed up my shit and moved to Los Angeles so I am officially home and uh, my space kind of feels like it's been fucked with but it's just this transition, and, and I don't like change that much, which is why I know I'm going to be having a hard time for a little while, but nothing too crazy, you know, I'll get back on my groove, but for now, I mean, I'm still doing my podcast, transferred jobs, I'm starting tomorrow, so I'm very, very excited, um, a lot of new shit coming my way, which is great, intimidating, it exciting, the new year and all of that, so... I hope you had a great Christmas. Mine was really cool. Um, I went to Wendy's because it was the only spot that was open. And it was my first time trying it. Because I thought I was going to come home. But then I was thinking, okay, what's the point if I'm going to come back? I'm going to move back two days later. So I didn't want to be driving back and forth seven million times. Besides, I'm Armenian Orthodox. So our official Christmas is on the 6th of January so I will be celebrating then so yeah I was at Wendy's and um honestly it was really good I tried their skillet is that how you say it skillet um it was a veggie skillet comfort food junk food great food I have a complaint to make as to why the fuck is it so breezy out I mean breeze is good but you know how difficult it is sometimes to maintain curly hair Girls, if you have curly hair, you know the struggle. Some days you'll have a good curly hair day. Some days you'll just have a bad curly hair day. I don't care if you do the same routine over and over. Some days your hair just won't look as great as you know it has the potential to look. And it's extremely irritating. And this breeze makes my frizzy hair even more frizzy. And that's just not okay. Also, if I'm trying to look popping with my lip gloss on and all that um not a good idea to walk outside because now my hair is gonna be stuck in my lips and now it's all it has lip gloss on it it's just it's not a good look it's not a good look but aside from me complaining about everything tomorrow's the new year's eve and i really hope that you have a great time with your family a great new year of course uh just Please be safe. I know a lot of people are going to be drinking, which means drunk driving could be a thing after partying and whatnot. So if you're driving, 
please be careful out there. And no, this is not a promotion for you to drink and drive. Don't fucking do that. Don't be fucking stupid. Call an Uber. Or if you're going to drive, just don't fucking drink. That's my two cents on that. Um, I hope that 2020 brings a light to your family or into your life or, you know, whatever light could mean to you or to anyone. For me, I just, you know, I just want to be happy, healthy, and I want the same for my family. I would like to have some success and, you know, just sometimes you just want your hard work to be paid off. But if if your heart and your mind is in the right place, then I shouldn't worry that much. Aside from all the good talk and me being your therapist for 70 hours, I'm going to be talking about Western parenting. As I already talked my shit about Eastern parenting last week, I received some received some great feedback. Um, some people were not happy with it because that's simply how they raise their kids. But that shit ain't not my business, you know? I got to talk my talk. So Western parenting, I believe that it truly works for the U.S., So when I talk about those things, I just want you to understand that this is generalizing. And I talk based off my experiences and observations in Iraq and in the U.S. only. So, and I observe and I meet a lot of people. I see a lot of people. I see behavior, even customers. You know, I pick up on little clues here and there and it just makes sense. So, I believe that Western parenting... Um, It's kind of perfect for the U.S., but that's just because politically and economically speaking, this country requires people to be on their own hustle all the time. You know, it just works. And um, economically speaking, individualism works, works very well because everyone is just working really, really hard and trying to contribute one way or another to this economy not because they care for the economy, simply because they care about their own pockets. Why shouldn't they? But (laughs) joke's on us, man. China is catching up, so (laughs) that's another conversation for another day. But the reason why I say that this type of parenting works for the U.S., simply because I think the system heavily influences on our lives at home and outside of home and you know, as I said, individualism is a very, very big thing in the United States. And I think parenting over here contributes to that. So they kind of just go hand in hand. Um, so this type of parenting encourages kids to be on their own. You know, I think that independence and um, grinding and finding yourself is a very, very major thing. I'm talking based off of personal experience from the friends that I made, from um, my dating life, from anything really. I just noticed that people romanticize this idea of being on your own and constantly working really, really hard to make something out of yourself, Um, which I totally understand because I personally am part of the system and I do the same exact thing where I continuously think that I have the need to be selfish in a way where I am not trying to hurt others, but it's more of, I have to choose me first. I have to choose my future first. I have to do this, this, 
first. I have to work really hard, blah, 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 which means I have to choose the hustle first. That also means I'm choosing me first. You know, it's always me, 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 but there is never really a vicious intent, more so just trying to make it in life. And when I say that, I mean, first of all, kids over here, most of families and American families are forced to leave the house at 18. You know, I remember in high school, one of my teachers was um, telling us a story about how he was 18. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't very consistently looking for a job. You know, he was comfortable where he was at. And uh, he's like, one day I was sleeping and then my dad barged into my room, 7.30 a.m., and told him, you're going to leave the house right now, and if you can't find a job by the end of the night, you're not coming home. And that's crazy. You know, he was, he, was, he was forced to leave and find a job. And obviously, for you to find a job, it means for you to be able to afford maybe your own housing. So with that being said, he had to leave the house and find a job and then find an apartment and roommates because come on, like a minimum wage job in the U.S.? Well, it depends on what state you are in. It's difficult to live on your own unless you're making more than minimum wage, which is not likely at 18, sometimes not even at 25. It sucks, but sometimes it is what it is, and you got to do what you got to do until you get a better job. But this is a type of parenting, or I would say this is the type of living that encourages, um, you know, young adults to take care of themselves and build their own character on their own time, on their own money. And their, you know, it puts you in a position where there is nobody that's helping you and you're forced to work. You're forced to want something better for you because mom and dad are not there to help you in any way. That type of lifestyle and mentality sometimes forces people to take certain measures that are not necessarily the best, but simply not because they want to harm anyone. They just want to make it, you know. And, and I have a friend, I had a friend of mine that would tell me, he would say, Gossi, sometimes I don't even know how I end up paying rent, but I just do it. And this person had, you know, a hard time paying attention and whatnot, so... Obviously, his doctor had prescribed him Adderall. And I don't know if you know much about Adderall. It's very, very common in schools that college students would use it. You know, it helps you concentrate and, uh, I don't know, do well in class or something. Like, it helps you concentrate and study and um, do well in your on your tests. But that's just because it puts you in a, in a position where you're literally feeling like you want to take over the world and, and conquer everything. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've never done it. I, I don't know what it is exactly that it makes you experience, but I've heard some things from friends and other students. So this person would get his prescription from his insurance and then would start selling them. Not his insurance, obviously, like through insurance, the hospital, whatever. And it would get prescribed because you can't find Adderall if you if you were just to walk into a CVS pharmacy hoping that you'd find some. No one is going to give it to you unless you're prescribed to get it. And so he would get it and he would sell it. And because there was such high demand and not that much supply, 
he would, of course, sell each pill for $10, $20, and people would still fucking buy that shit. Now, if he were to be making money like that, somebody else that would be in his shoes might not be able to get Adderall, Adderall as easily. So maybe that person would do the same thing through other drugs, let's say cocaine. You know, even though it's illegal here, coke is very, very easy to access. I just feel like, especially in college, drugs are really easy to get, even if you're not in college. it's There are a lot of connects, whatever you hear, and it, it's very easy to get your hands on some shit. So imagine you had a friend that told you, hey, you know what, man, I'm going to give you this, this much amount of money, and the only thing you have to do is get the word out, be safe, of course, don't get caught, Make sure you sell this much of this Coke or whatever it is, drugs that you're selling. And you'll make the profit that you need so you are able to pay for, for any bill. So you go ahead and do that. But now the fact that you're a human being kind of kicks in and temptation is there. Some shit you can't really help. And the devil is the bitch. I don't know if you believe in the devil, but the devil works in his own little mysterious, silly ways. Now you're tempted to, to try Coke, and then you do it, and then you do it again, and then you do it again, and now you're selling it, now you're getting high off of your own supply, and it's just, what happens next? You were just simply trying to pay for rent, but now it's not just rent, now you're just an addict, and you probably can't even pay for rent because you don't even know how to pay for these drugs, and now you're in a limo, and you probably, after this like limbo, you ended up in prison or jail or whatever. You know, obviously, this is an extreme case. But what I'm saying is that it's very easy to fall off, especially here. Because in the Middle East, I'm pretty sure, I know there were drugs. And yes, they were also illegal. But the fact that people did not need to probably struggle so much to pay for things helped with the fact that they did not need to be taking certain measures to be able to pay for living. On the other hand, besides from drugs, I noticed that, you know, people here are very disconnected from their own families. I noticed that um, kids are not as close to their parents, which is understandable, but they confide more in their friends and the relationships they make at school, at work, and even, let's say, I know of some people that have been living together. And when I say I've been living together, it would be just two people that are in a relationship that they live together. And, you know, it's cheaper to have a family plan for, let's say, AT&T or whatever it is that you, the phone that you, the network you use. And it's easier to, to have that as a joint account. And then you might need a loan and you take a loan out together. But after you break up, what happens? You are kind of forced to stay into it, not the relationship, just to have the joint account waiting for the contract to end or whatever it is to end. But you're left in this very vulnerable yet awkward position where you have to keep in touch with your ex and pay for things but you obviously don't want to keep in touch, but you have to. And it's, it's, just, it's just so complicated. Whereas 
if you were to be with your family still and you were on the family plan and it was also cheap, you probably might not struggle with such things as much. But again, being away with family sometimes does that. I also, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone has an amazing family and is supportive and whatnot, but what I'm saying is that living under the same roof, maybe having fights, of course you're going to have fights, doing, doing things together will force you into understanding each other better and wanting to support each other in some way. And this is probably in a perfect world, but be, staying together is very, very helpful. Aside from that, I know a lot of people that live in different states from their parents and that they visit their parents once or like three times a year. You know, when I was away from home, the most I stayed every time I visited was three days. And I would visit maybe once a month or once every two months. And it's not because I didn't want to be with my family, simply because I had work, I had school, and I couldn't be far from that. I couldn't just easily take the days off. And even if I wanted to, I was in a position where I had to calculate, okay, if I work these many hours, I will be able to pay for this, this, that. But then... Sometimes I would need to take the day off because I have a final coming up or a midterm coming up that I need to prep for. And it's things like that that, you know, sometimes fuck up your groove. And it's just, it's harder to stay connected is what I'm trying to say. With all of this being said, this type of lifestyle encourages people to think and believe that they can do whatever they set their mind to. And the reason why I say that is because if I were to move to New York right now and not rely on my family with anything, I would probably think that I am very, very capable of much more simply because I am being able to pay for myself and everything else. And when people say that you can put, you can do whatever you put your mind to, some of it I understand, but some of it I'm just like, this is pure bullshit. It truly is. Because I'm sorry, you can do very well in life through perseverance, through consistency, through passion, through hard work, but you cannot do it all. Just because you're a straight A student, it doesn't mean you can become a doctor. It doesn't mean you can become a lawyer. It doesn't mean you can become an engineer. This is why we don't live in a world where everyone is on the Supreme Court. I just feel like people really cease to see that there are some limitations to things. You are a human being. Sometimes luck plays into things, you know, but you have limitations. And, and I think that this country really makes people think that they can do whatever they want in life. And it's not the country by itself. It's everything. As I said, I think it's, it's all a chain. And so you start to spend money investing in things like stocks or investing in equipment for music, and then you become a SoundCloud rapper, even though your shit really sucks. And then it's, you keep going and going and going, but you're not reaching anywhere. But it's like, I'm sorry, not everything is 
for you. Not everything works for everyone. I'm pretty sure everyone has their own talents in their way. And and I know having a lot of opportunity like the U.S. provides us with gives us a lot of room to change paths. But for you, is your job is to kind of do the exploring, but at the same time, not lose hope and also be realistic with yourself and work hard towards the things that you're actually good at. Now, all of this leads me to the other realization that people sometimes have a really, really hard time holding themselves accountable for things. I noticed that a lot of people that were born here and, you know, have had the opportunity to move out and do things their own way, they have a really, really hard time not only being honest with themselves, but also believing that they could do wrong. But that's simply because sometimes no one has put you in your place and you just did whatever the fuck you wanted. And then, you know, your parents are not going to tell you shit because they're thinking, well, this person moved out and is being able to provide them for themselves. Then they must know what they're doing and what they're saying. So we're going to let them be. But you cease to realize that you're a human being once again and you make mistakes. And so it's, it's often, no, I am right and you're wrong, which leads a lot of complications and, I don't know, relationships at work, at school. And it creates this, this entitlement where, no. I see this this way, which is why everyone is so opinionated over here and they feel like they're entitled to things and everyone is obligated to you in a certain way. Hell to the fuck, no. You, It's crazy, you know? I mean, there were times where when I was living on my own and I was really pissed and I'm like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are? I made it this far in my life. I make my own money. I pay for my own rent. I drive my own car. I bought that shit cash. I bought, you know? And... It's like, and then I sat down to think, and it's like, okay, hold the fuck down. Yes, you're doing all these amazing things for yourself, but you're not God. You're still a human being. Just because you're doing things that are working for you, it does not necessarily mean you're right in every way. And this goes back to a full circle, you know, individualism and just just the life you're encouraged to live and the bubble that you're encouraged to be in that makes you think that you're always on the right path because it is the path that is working for you and you only, which, again, it brings you to being selfish because you're choosing what's best for you and me, 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 me. The most refreshing thing that I saw in one of my customers and this is something that both western and eastern parenting lacks is that this person was a regular she would always come in with her kids and one day I was you know I was well eavesdropping because I can um And I heard her say to her seven-year-old, her seven-year-old was crying. And she was telling her, she said, don't start making a scene simply because you did not like 
the consequences of your own actions that I am disapproving of. Now, if you think about it, what does a seven-year-old understand from this is your actions and those are the consequences and are going to have to deal with that shit? But first of all, as they grow older, they realize, okay, my mother is talking to me like I am someone that understands and I am not a child because if you keep talking to your child like a child, the transition of their growth is become going to become more difficult. How long do you want this fucking kid to believe that Santa exists? Have you thought about that? Or the simple things like you guys I was 16 years old and I still believed that the way somebody gets pregnant is by praying to God to get pregnant and you know and then they get pregnant. I was 16 fucking years old. Now, I understand it's a I know it's a different culture, different lifestyle, different school, but a part of me is glad that that is not something that I said out loud when I was in high school because it probably would have been something that I was going to made going to be made fun of for the rest of my life. You know, so it's like how long are are you you are you going to keep those kids to believe and think things that don't really exist or tell them things because it's simply, I don't know, to not hurt their feelings or whatnot. So what I liked about that kind of parenting is that you're telling your child, hey, you're allowed to make, you know, some choices and decide for yourself, but at the same time, you're also going to deal with the consequences of those actions and decisions. And I'm also telling you to not be stupid. So I'm kind of giving you that type of freedom, but at the same time, I'm also guiding you. And I love that because, you know, the kid is going to need guidance, of course, but I just think that the the brain of, of these kids will develop differently And at the same time, as I also mentioned in my previous episode, it will tell the child that, you know what, my parents care about my input and care about my choices and decisions and won't make me feel like I am less of them or no less than them because, you know, they treat me like a young adult. I personally think that that's the way it should be rather than instantly kicking them out, you know, cutting all allowance or not paying for things. So that's that on that. And this is what I genuinely believe. And those are some things that I like and dislike about Western parenting. If you have any comments, concerns, or anything, just, you know, DM your girl. My Instagram is G-P-U-S-H-I-A-N. Hit me up. Talk to me. You know, I always love your feedback. I always love to hear what you have to say. Um, if you don't have anything nice to say, keep it to yourself. Um, I'm kidding. (laughs) Constructive criticism. I'm all here for it. It only makes me a better person. Otherwise, once again, happy new year. 2020 is a new decade. I know y'all bitches been posting about new year, new me, all good energy starting 2020. I'm going to do this and that 2020 bitch. 
Why don't you start right now? What kind of thinking is that? I'm out.